Welcome everyone to the Tangential 2 with your hosts, John Fields and Chris Reyes. I can probably name most of the presidents. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, dude. Oh, I could not. Based off a rap from Nickelodeon. Oh, dude, I remember that. I think that was back when Obama, like during the Obama election. I think so. Because that's when I'd be watching Nickelodeon the most. Yeah. Um, and they were just like indoctrinating kids to tell their parents to go vote kind of shit. Mm. Yeah. Like that's the way I think about it. Yeah. They like... What fucking kid is watching Nickelodeon? Their parents like they would need to go vote. It's also probably because parents are watching Nickelodeon with their kids, not because the parents want to, mm. but because the kids are being fucking annoying as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we actually recording right now? We are actually. Recording okay. Right now. Do the intro because we forgot to do that last time. Welcome everybody to the Tangential Two. Um, I am your host, John Fields, and I am Chris Reyes. Welcome everyone to the Tangential Two. Glad to have you back. I'm gonna fucking make a bunch of noise. They just gonna put that on right now? Or? Yeah. That. Well, what? Dude. Just in my the middle of my intro. Yeah. Fuck your intro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna make that much noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, he stopped talking. This is probably making a lot of noise because he's got the headphones on. He mm-hmm. can tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can hear it. All. I can hear it all. Anyway, uh, welcome everybody mm-hmm. to the tangent too. I'll get back to I'll get to that back to that. But um, back to the funny. Yeah, today we have a very very special episode. It's once again, lying. Once again, lying. I'm sorry, guys. He's uh, always fucking lying. I, no, I'm not. It's not as special as last week's. Not as special as last week's. Last week was pretty special. I got to say. Fuck you. I I like I loved that episode so much. I will say it would have to be my favorite. And, it had to be your favorite. And in that in that sense, it is kind of special. Thank you. I'm actually very grateful for those gifts. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad. That's ultimately what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also really wanted to record it. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like an old man fucking filming Adrian opening his gift. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> I was told to film you, so please <laughs> yeah. do not open the gift until I've figured my way through this goddamn camera <laughs> so that I can record you and send this to John. <laughs> And then he's like losing his shit because it was a cool gift. It was a cool gift, right? But uh, I had smoked a joint. <clears throat> and so while I'm filming him, I was just like, I feel like I've been filming him for too long. And he's going to stop being as excited as soon as I turn off the camera. Like mm-hmm. I felt like it was performative. <laughs> and I think I only felt like that because of how high I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I've been holding on to this. I rolled this joint like fucking... Saturday, Friday or Saturday, never smoked it, and then had it on me, and I was like, fuck it, and so I smoked it, now my car smells like weed. Mm. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I was like, uh, like, I got back in my car on Monday, I was like, oh, every time I do this, I fucking hate myself. <sighs> Not Why because, in your car? Because I, I, I didn't want to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be seated. <laughs> you know, Chris, I, I, you're a very smart man. But sometimes the forethought isn't quite there. There was zero forethought. I was yeah. just like, I'm going to smoke in my car. And it's like every time, because at one point when I was smoking, because I used to smoke in my car all the time. Okay. Like not like a smart individual. I do not promote smoking and driving, even though that was the only way I could get down to SoCal. <laughs> <laughs> like I it wasn't the radio. It wasn't the fucking radio. Yeah. No, we would, we would fucking, cause I went to, I went to SoCal with Amrit a couple times and we would just get fucking blitzed mm-hmm. and like just high as fuck. 
fuck. Because I mean, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I I drove around with Amber a lot and would get high. For for anybody who doesn't know, um, the California Five Freeway going north and south um, is a desolate and boring drive. Probably the not mo- not the most boring drive in America. No, but the most boring drive that we can take. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. it's literally for I'd say a good six seven hours is just flat, just open space farmland. Yeah, if you're going if you're going from like. From like Livermore to to just to the Grapevine, mm-hmm. I think it's about a four hour thing, yeah. five hour thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About it's that. just nothing. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, you drive like like you hit Kettleman City, and it smells like shit. But Kettleman City is the halfway point. Is it? It is. Okay. Yeah. I hate. I you're just like smells like shit. Mm-hmm. And then you drive by like Harris Ranch and shit. I didn't. I didn't know Harris Ranch was there. I just knew that it fucking smelled bad. Harris Ranch. That's the one with all the outlets, right? No, I don't. Th- it no, that's Tihon. That's Tihon Pass. Yeah, all I know is Harris Ranch. Is there's like a little like resort kind of thing. There's like a hotel and shit. Oh. Um, and like you can go eat at like the Harris Ranch like restaurant. I think Harris Ranch, if I'm not mistaken, actually provides the burgers for In-N-Out. I could not tell you. I, I don't remember. I think they do because um, I think In-N-Out prides itself on like local sustainable, like local source. Yeah, they like they, so they, Harris Ranch can fit the demand of In-N-Out. Their buns come from like this specific fucking like monastery or some stew. It's it's fucking weird. Yeah, their buns. Their buns are like specially sourced from like this one place, and there's something about the dough that, when toasted, allows there to be like a slight sweetness to it. What? Yeah, like, and th- and then that's what gives it like the perfect toast. Yeah, it's all fucking nutty. What? The only thing that, that I think that I hate about uh, In and Out's like always fresh shit is the potatoes. Oh really? Oh, the, you would get some potatoes that were disgusting. <laughs> I and bet you, you could tell like because like, the, the there truck. was probably like four or five different places that you got them from, mm-hmm. and it kind of like cycled through. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, you would get like this one. You'd get like a pallet. So we got like two pallets at a time at our store. But you would get them, and they would just be rotting. Mm. Like, like so, like you peel, you 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 put them in this like fucking cylinder. Cylinder spins them around and spits them out. Yeah. Because you have to peel like just the right amount of skin off, like not too much, not too little. Yeah. And then you then you like you do this process where you like fucking scrape them, so you you get like any of the bad shit off, right? Yeah. What? Well, you have like black spots and shit. Yeah. On the potatoes, and then you'd be like, hmm, that's a black spot, and you'd like core it. And then, like, you would push through the wall of potato into, like, a rotted inside. Mm. Oh, now, when people say In-N-Out fries are disgusting, they're not, they're not fucking too far from the truth. Yeah, like, I bet. The, some of the potatoes that you get are fucking bad. Are foul. Yeah. And I still eat them every day. Like, I, I still, like, I would, because I would go to work 530 in the morning. Yeah. Do all my, my shit. And then the last thing I did every day for, like, a year and a half to two years was peel potatoes. Jesus Christ. And I would do everything in my power to get out of them. And I, that did not happen most days. <laughs> um, you had to be the potato peeler. I was the potato peeler. Because, like, if I was doing, like, a hat, like a, like a part-time shift, mm-hmm. I was 5.30 to, like, 11. And so they just had me doing potatoes until I was done. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I, I would try to do them faster. Didn't work. No. 
because then because then they would start selling shit. So they start using the potatoes that I already had stocked up. So you're just you're just like it's like a perpetual fucking potato machine. There's <sighs> like I can never catch up. Yeah, especially only like on a Saturday. Oh, and I then, bet. Like, it starts to get busy like immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could never catch up. That shit was fucked. Oh Jesus. Um, but I don't know how the fuck we got potato shit. Oh Harris Ranch. Harris Ranch. Yeah. Uh, you know that. Yeah. yeah. I circle back to Harris Ranch. Yeah. Um, they have like a little gas station market, mm-hmm. and you can like go stop by there and get like Harris Ranch quality stuff oh. without going to the Harris Ranch wall, uh, like restaurant. Oh, interesting. It was pretty cool. You can get like like they had like like tri tip sandwiches, super fucking good, mm. like chili and cornbread, all sorts of shit like that. Fucking definitely worth stopping if you don't if you don't usually stop. I know a lot of people stop in like Button Willow. <laughs> Because there's like there's like the McDonald's and like I know In and Out's there and a couple other things. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Button Willow. We used to stop there um, in Band a lot if we were going down to SoCal. Hmm. So you, you're like, we're gonna stop in Button Willow. We're all gonna get In and Out. It's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so fucking exciting. Fuck. Bringing it back to In and Out. There was this one time on a band trip. Some fucking asshole kid, um, got. A four by four, mm-hmm. but wanted a four and a half. He, so he want he want what he wanted was a three and a half by three and a half because four by four was too much, but three by three wasn't enough. He was just being a dick. Wow! And they made it for him. They cut a fucking meat patty in half and cut a slice of cheese in half and fucking made this thing for him. He got charged for a four by four, but they made this thing for him. Wow! Yeah, and at some point, I think it was like the same trip. I can't remember if it was the the rest of that four by four or like someone got a double double they couldn't eat, but I they were like you have two minutes to get on the bus, and my fat ass ate an entire double double in like fucking three bites. Wow, it was like disgusting. I about to say like I think about it now and I'm like why would I do that? That's intense. Oh it, yeah, they're, they're like you have this amount of time. I was like <laughs> just fucking slamming <laughs> through it. Yeah, Jesus. It, no, it was foul. Foul. Um, I'm glad that there's not like a instant replay of like your your awkward years. <laughs> Oof. Like imagine like every time you like you went to like date a new girl, like she got like a fucking this play by play play by play reel of like the early years of your life and saw all the the weird dumb shit that you did for no reason. Oh man, dude! I I once Freddie once paid me seven dollars to eat the whipped butter. Um, at Denny's. <laughs> I think I heard about this story. Oh yeah, I definitely. Did just, you? It was like for like twenty bucks or ten bucks. Seven dollars. <laughs> he he, he paid me. Her. He paid me seven dollars to eat the whipped butter. I was like, I'll do it. Of course. Yeah. Fucking. I did. I would do like syrup shots. How much? How much butter was it? It's the whole little container. The whole like like you get your pancakes and you get oh, your so little, it's like a fourth of a cup. Whatever the fuck it is, yeah, they're, they're little butter scoop because you you know about the butter scoop. Oh, I know about the butter scoop. Yeah, so it's like whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I ate the whole thing. Oh, do not recommend. <laughs> do not recommend at all. It's a lot of butter. Nah, dude, I did a lot. We did a lot of fucking stupid shit at Denny's. There was this one time we were at Denny's. Denny's, and we we were because all the band kids would go right, mm-hmm. and Jason got like this fucking like weird sweet blue drink. Mm-hmm. Like what, whatever their like weird fucking Denny's tropical shit is. Yeah. And then we would open sugar packets and we poured it in <laughs> to his drink. Uh. 
<laughs> and he never noticed. Really? He never noticed. And he had just like this fucking like mound of sugar at the bottom of his cup. And it wasn't until we're like, ah, I can't believe you didn't notice. He's like, notice what? And he looks and he's like, like, why? <laughs> why would you guys do that? We're like, we're so funny. <laughs> Look at us. We really got him. Oh, man. That is so very quintessential of Central California, though, like Denny's. We had nothing better to do. Denny's was the spot. I bet. I bet. Los Banos, California. Not much mm-hmm. to do out there. No. No. Do you ever miss it? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like not at all. Like, there's some days where I think about like, what if I had just stayed in Los Banos my whole life? Uh, sure. And then got married to like one of the other people that like stuck st- around, stuck around yeah, as well. Yeah. And then I just started a family in Los Banos, and like that was how my small town family things. That, it, I, that's it. I'm glad I didn't. I'm a lot more lonely than I probably would have been had <laughs> I stayed in Los Banos, but I, t- I think it's better. Yeah, I, th- I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know what happened if I stayed in San Diego. Maybe something similar. Because we talked about this last time, like the people that like stayed and like just stayed the same, right? Yeah, I, but I think that's that's just a ter- certain type of person. I feel. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like a lot. Like no matter what the small town is, or like whatever the town or city is, yeah. I think that, um, like, there's always going to be someone that stays and stays the same, and like just kind of the, they're like, this is my life. Yeah, I do find a lot of similarities between people who live who stuck around here in San Francisco and people who stuck around in San Diego. Um, they got pride about it. They do. They're and I mean like, like I I'm a San Francisco born and raised and you're just like that's fucking wild. Well, I think and then they don't shut the fuck up about it. Well, <laughs> well, I'm sorry they have a little civic pride rather than no one's rooting for Los Banos, California. No, you know? everyone confuses it when we say LB and they're like Long Beach? <laughs> No, not Long Beach. Nope. Not that at all. No, not even in the slightest. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's very, very interesting, though. Like how the very the similarities between people who like stuck around here and especially down in San Diego. I don't know. I get why you stick around. It's comfortable. What you know. It's what you know. It's, you're comfortable. You got family around. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. My fear is that I'll end up here forever. Like, like I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about leaving. I'm thinking about leaving. That's a real fan. That's a real fan. And then I'm just like, never leave. And they're like, how'd you end up living in San Francisco? Well, I moved here in 2017 and then just kind of stuck around. Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like at some point it's just kind of like, it already has. I yelled at a meter maid today. Again. <laughs> it's already, it? no. It, I, I'll tell you in a second. But it's like, you get, like, I feel like I've already done like all the things. No, I obviously haven't done everything. Like we were just talking about sure. before the podcast, we were talking about the Michelin star restaurants. Like in the never, Bay Area I've or whatever. I've never been to it, but it's like, I just want, really, I want something different. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. But I, I definitely feel like I got what I wanted out of it mm-hmm. um, in terms of like doing things. Yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. Partying. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, I think that challenge is definitely necessary in everybody, anybody, everyone's life in order to like change, I think, or grow. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I feel like people, it's, um, it's eye opening to leave and change. And I think, I think that's like what I experienced, like moving here was the, the, the eye opening thing. Like I had such li- like my life experiences, uh, very 
yeah. in, in a vast amount to people that lived in like in a city in yeah. high school. Yeah. Like when like when I'm talking when I've talked to Max and he talks about the things that he did in high school versus what we did in high school. It's like mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, there was this one day we like cut school and we drove like all the way to like this other this other city in the area just mm-hmm. to, because there was this one strain of weed that they were selling. And I'm like, dude, I bought weed from like this one kid <laughs> who was like stealing it from his dad. <laughs> And like my mom gave me twenty bucks, and I would text him, "I want a dub." Mm, like, <laughs> yeah. And like he he like Max probably had like like pieces and shit, and I was like smoking out of a fucking pen cap, like Jesus, or like soda cans. Like it was. Yeah. I didn't have my first piece until I was eighteen. I lived in San Jose, and that was like the first thing I did. I was like, I'm getting a pipe. Get a pipe. <laughs> I sure. need something. Jeez. But your yeah your experiences your your experiences are different when you're like from where you grow up, and then you move and you see how different people are. Yeah. In like different areas. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I want to move states, especially like similar as well. I'd oh, even, yeah. I'd even argue because like, yeah, I think that's in a way makes it kind of homey or nostalgic in a way. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it's. You know I, I feel you on. I'm wanting to move out though, like especially yeah. out of the Bay Area. Um, I feel the same way, but I feel like that's a little naive of me to say because the Bay Area in itself is so so rich and vast oh yeah and that's what i love about it you know it's like there's a real diverse culture here that is definitely i don't know we won't experience anywhere else yeah i imagine yeah i imagine it's it's very unique to just the bay area and i think that's very that's something to be prideful of yeah i heard there's a lot of white people in colorado (laughs) yeah i can see that (laughs) and i'm like i'm like i want to go to colorado and i was like but i'm gonna lose out on a lot of good food yeah, dude, that's we have like you. You're like, hey, you want you want to try this like Ethiopian food? Sure, you want to try uh, what is what was it? there's this fucking well, not just not just like in terms of diversity of food, I would say in terms of like freshness, that too. You know what I mean? Like California is America's breadbasket, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and I think that um, <sighs> you're making you're definitely in just saying that making moving out seem not less enjoyable. I'm just telling you the truth. I know. I hate you. You should move to a country that has really good food. I'm going to move to Europe. I imagine Atlanta has pretty good food. I imagine, dude, I, I want to live in the South just for like, like all the food. Like, cause like, I feel like you can't, like you can get Southern cooking out here, mm-hmm. but I feel like it, it's not the same. Ah, uh, see, I, yeah, I feel that there are certain restaurants where you just got to be like, there's definitely certain restaurants here in the Bay area that I'm like, oh my God, that is so fucking good. And yeah. sometimes I don't even share it. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking good. Yeah, I just like I don't want anyone to know about this. Yeah, I get it. But I want to go to the south. I want to go to like a crawfish boil. Mm. Would love that. Never had never had crawfish before. I would want to go to the northeast. The northeast and try like Maine lobster, like I a wanna, nice lobster roll. I want to do like a a road trip in in Maine, and like go along the coast because I watched this video with Adrian where this mm-hmm. guy went to all these different like lobster shacks. Ah. And they all like pre- prepared it like different ways. Oh, it looks so good. I really want to explore more of the United States. And I think of, I thought about it today, actually. It'd be fun to do a road trip around the United States, but follow a team, like a baseball team, and have a reason to go to a city. I feel like that would be too sporadic. It would be pretty sporadic, but I feel like, like, you you, like you it, couldn't would, do it would like give a you good... a good reason to go somewhere. Yeah. You know, say, for example, Milwaukee, right? Yeah. What's so great about Milwaukee? No, I mean, you could do the same thing, but like follow fish. Yeah, you could. I think that would be dope. Fish or, would be pretty cool. Follow, follow like or follow a jam band. Follow the cheese. The cheese. The string cheese. Follow string cheese. Fish would be pretty cool. 
I, I would def like if I was gonna follow a band, it would have to. I think it would have to be a jam band. Yeah, Some, I feel like the culture's there. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, something that that you know is gonna be different every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like if you follow like I don't know like a, your, one of your favorite rock bands, you're probably gonna get like the same set every night, That's or true. very very similar sets. Yeah. Um, I heard that Pearl Jam doesn't do that because of how diehard their following is. So they know that if they they do two nights in a city, that the Different sets. Set they're they're going to do two different sets because they know fans from the first night will most likely be at the second night. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam. Wow. Doesn't sound like the band. Like, doesn't seem like the band that you would think was, was doing that. But yeah, uh, I, it was, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about that. And they were wow. talking about other grunge stuff. But huh. yeah, that was an Pearl interesting jam. thing to find out. And like, it's, it's similar to like jam bands where there's people that like will like share recordings. Oh, of like different concerts yeah, like, of, like, and stuff like that? Legs, yeah. Jesus. Pearl Jam. Wow. Pearl Jam. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, you can only hope to be a band that has ascended to a, uh, like a cult following. You know, I think about, I think about, uh, the Grateful Dead was really influential because they were for a lot of reasons, but like one of the reasons was, um, and kind of gained their success was, um, they allowed people to record their shows. Oh yeah. So like they would have crowds of people full of just microphone stands and shit like that and recorders and they would record shows and that, and it kind of like spread through that form of media. And I think that in a way is more like powerful, you know, because it's the best form of advertising. Yeah. At, you know, it's just like, Oh, I want someone to pay, pay money to buy my tickets. But if your friend was like, Hey, listen, this, this concert I just went to, and you're just like, damn, that sounds really good. I want to see that myself. Mm -hmm. You you definitely get a lot more fans in that way. Yeah. And I think it's like, I don't know. I think there's something to be said about just like being a little bit more, being a little bit more open, open with your art and and, with the art and the way that people share it. Yeah. Because I mean, the people that truly enjoy it will spend the money. And yeah. there's always going to be someone that doesn't want to spend money, but they weren't going to spend their money on you anyway. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, the same thing goes for like, like a lot of the DJs I follow, everyone's peddling their merch, right? Of course. But they have the fans that want to buy the merch. Yeah. The merch. Yeah. Because they want to represent an artist that they, they believe in and that they enjoy, you know? I mean, there's, there's artists that people are making like their own one-offs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the artists don't like that, but sometimes they're like, go for it because like, it's still a form of advertising. Mm. Someone makes their own custom made like hoodie that represents this artist. And now they have a one of a kind thing that they made. But when someone says, where the fuck did you get that? They're like, I made it, hmm. but it's still like, it still represents the artist, which is good in its own right. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's but true. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of bands that are like, don't do this. You know, don't, don't share. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, well, why, why would you share? Yeah. I, I only want you here. You're protecting your asset. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I understand. I just don't, I actually don't pay attention to it that much. Yeah. It's not really, but it. there's, there's like a lot of bands that I stole music from as a kid. <laughs> a lot of fucking bands, but a lot of those bands. Can you name I, like, one band? Like, dude, I, I owned all streetlight manifest. Well, I downloaded all of streetlight manifestos music. Yeah. That's yeah. But if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't enjoy them as much. And I wouldn't have seen them like, I think I've seen them like four or five times. And were they fun every single time? Every single time. Every single time. Like there was never a bad time when I saw them. Of course. I think I saw them twice at Regency. Once. I've seen them four times. Because I, the year, one of the years I was going to go, um, 
I forgot it, the show was happening. Did they still tour? Uh, they haven't been touring lately. Apparently, they're recording a new album. Sick. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but I yeah seen them four times. Once in Sacramento, twice at Regency, once at Warfield. There was one time that we came up. Amrit thought he had a ticket. <laughs> we get there, and he's like, I can't find my ticket. Uh-oh. And so Amrit can't go. And we were planning on doing a road trip up to Oregon the next day anyway. And Freddie couldn't find a ticket, so I gave I gave Freddie my ticket. He goes to the show, and then Amber and I go all the way back to San Jose, and then start our road trip to Oregon at ten o'clock that night. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so you just went up to Oregon? Uh, we had a friend. Well, we went up to Seattle, actually, not Oregon. So wait, hold on. So you went to Sacramento? What, we went to San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco, and then you drove back to San Jose. Yep, for no reason. For no reason, and then you and then immediately a couple hours later, hooked right back up. Into, towards Seattle. Wow. Yeah. Hell is okay. It was dumb as shit. That seems pointless. Yeah. But uh, it 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 only happened because Amrit was like, I don't have a ticket. What do you mean you don't have a ticket? Yeah. I thought I bought it. <laughs> Jesus. And he hadn't. Yeah, and that and there was another year I was supposed to go, but I didn't because I was getting laid. <laughs> like I forgot it was happening that weekend. I made plans to go see my ex um and then like as i was getting ready to leave they were like aren't you going to streetlight with us i'm like i didn't realize that was happening (laughs) and i already made plans to go see my girlfriend girlfriend and then i was like when i was there i was in in livermore i was just like i'm missing my favorite band right now (laughs) she's like you can go i was like but it's already too late i'm already here and i'm not wasting the gas to go back yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get laid like (laughs) (laughs) i have a shirt from that tour though (laughs) that's nice yeah i was like freddie buy me a shirt and he bought me a shirt that's nice but uh definitely kind of like there's days where i'm like i wish i got I don't know what I missed, but I wish I'd gone to that because it would have been better than whatever memory I made then. Oh, totally, dude. Actually, you know, it's so funny. Uh, the last fish show I went to. Um, so I was having problems with Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. right? It was like apparently saying like, you're loading into your account too fast. So therefore, we're locking you out of your account. They thought, they thought you were a robot? Yes. They thought I was a robot. Because my internet was because my internet was fast. I had fast internet and I had my sh- my shit saved yep. into my. Account. And they're like, "What? Yo, what? You're a robot." So anyway, they locked me out of my account, right? Mm-hmm. So I um I'm like, okay, I can go to the ticket counter and prove that I got a ticket. You yeah. Know? So I went, uh, and I'm walking over to the ticket counter, and uh, all of a sudden there's these like two like blonde milfs, just just hang, just like totally, ah, you know, hey. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they drop their tickets to their tickets and just continue on. And I see this happen. So I pick them up whenever I cross the street and I go there. I, I, I lock on them and I go up to them and say, hey, you're going to need these. And I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. Like, thank you. Like, oh, my God. Like, you really <laughs> saved the day. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal or whatever. It's just and I'm like, they're like, do you want one? I'm like, well, yes, I do. <laughs> I took it. And uh, I just handled everything. I was like, okay, cool. That was the easiest thing in the world. Karma, man. It was fucking great. Honestly. Did your brother already have a ticket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. So you just got a free ticket to fish. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had, 
had you bought one online? I had bought one online, but I got locked out because of Ticketmaster. And then just got a free ticket anyway. Yeah, I didn't have to. I didn't have to wait in line for the ticket. Like Damn, I didn't have to prove myself. That's wild. I know. I was like, wow, good karma. Do you want one? Who did they just like kick a friend out? What I the know. Fuck? I was They're like, like I was we're th- we're gonna get. We follow fish, and they let us in. Like <laughs> like what the fuck? No, they were lawn tickets. To be honest, I don't okay. think you know what I mean. So, but uh, but still, I was just like, wait. So you had just an extra ticket, like. I mean, believe me, I, I saw the show. It was great. I'm not complaining. But yeah. I, I was just confused. You know I what I mean? I would be too. Yeah. Super. It's very, very interesting. Have you seen that Bonnaroo lineup? Uh, Yeah. Goose is on it. That's the only one I care about. J. Cole? Goose. 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 That's it? About it. I think Mark Gray is on there. I didn't look too, too hard. I saw, I think I saw Flume was on there too. I think that'd be cool. Where is Bonnaroo at again? Manchester, Tennessee. Oh yeah, Freddie sent. I think Tool's on that lineup too. I think it's like Tool and Flume on the same Tool? night. Tool, Tool, yeah. Tool and they fun. were they were supposed to be they were supposed to be um, one of the groups that were. So we had bought tickets for 2020, hmm. and we were we were doing Bonnaroo like that was happening. Yeah, obviously nothing happened, and so I refunded my ticket. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not." gonna sit on a $400 ticket in hopes that the pandemic blows over because I don't think Bonnaroo happened 2021 either but I yeah don't, no I don't yeah, think I don't, so I don't think, it no, did. I don't think so um, either it's too big too much I, of a liability for even Tennessee to take yeah I guess yeah. but I, I saw that Goose was on there and I was like I want and Lettuce is on there Lettuce is fucking Lettuce sick. would if be pretty if fun you've seen, if you've seen them they're, they're definitely worth it I have never seen them live but I feel like oh, they'd be a lot amazing. of fun I saw when I saw them at a uh, at Sewanee, I was like, Jesus Christ! Dude, I, was also, I was also really fucking high, but <laughs> Ooh. they were fucking sick during a music festival. No, yeah, who who would have thought? Who would have thought me high at a music festival? No, never. never. No, some girl came up and just just slapped me with a stamp. I had no idea what was happening. So naive. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that story about uh, was it that girl who like. Oh, the, the, who the tested all those air like tested all the air air the, uh, air loungers. air air loungers that you yeah. get you, you know you fill up with air you move around I and loved they fill her up with air. my sister apparently has it down I'm like what a guardian angel of a girl like my, my sister has it down and she went to Rockville the next month uh-huh and showed people how to of course how, you got to pass it on of course I did not share figure, the knowledge I did not figure it out but she did. My sister did. You know, one of the, the other wow. secrets that she did. So there was something that she, the, the girl taught us. And it was like, if you clap the like the mouth uh, open really it fast, it's, it it'll suck it in. My sister has a fan. Oh. Like a fucking, uh-huh. like a wavy fan, like a clack fan or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So she was just like, I can blow air into the lounger with the fan. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, how is how have I never seen that before? <laughs> like, that just makes so much fucking sense. Just blow air in. Just blow air in. Of course. I mean, You're like a balloon. Exactly. And and yeah, I could not. I couldn't figure it out. Oh, and Jesus. then I remember trying to explain it to a guy who's looking even dumber than I did <laughs> when I tried to to fill it up. I was like, you know, you gotta you gotta do like figure eights. You gotta spin it. if you spin around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you could try clapping it, and I'm like, once again, high as fuck trying to explain this. This thing that I only understand as like a concept, of course, not like as a is a thing I can do. Yeah, you you've seen you've, read, you've seen the pictures in the textbook. I watched the tutorial. You watched the tutorial, but no practice whatsoever. Yeah, it's just like the chicken thing all over again. And it's just it doesn't fucking play out very well. Yeah, yeah. I yelled at a meter maid. You yelled at a meter maid. Hell yeah! 
Yeah. It was my fault. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. What happened? Um, so I was working and I left the building to go get something for my van and mm-hmm. I see this meter maid pull up and I'm like, fuck, he's going to be a parking ticket. So I just like kind of fiddled around my van and I was leaving. He's like, hey, are you parked here? And I was like, yeah. I, and I was like, like literally there was my van, another van in front of me and his little meter maid fucking dumb scooter thing. Where is this at again? On Mission. Okay. So it's at Mission and Van Ness. Okay. Um, and apparently I'll get there. I'll get there. So he's telling me that if I don't move my van, I'll get towed. And I'm like, on the meters, there's a no parking sign that's not valid yet. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this says I can't, this isn't even for, because I'm assuming, mm-hmm. like an asshole, mm-hmm. that this no parking sign on the fucking meter is me, is what he's talking about. Yeah. It's not. I didn't know this until after I started getting in an argument with him. Of course. And I'm like, he's, he's like, and? And then points, finally, the, so he's letting me get all fucking hot and bothered and, and upset about this instead of just immediately being, I'm not talking about that sign. I'm talking about that sign behind me up yeah. on the fucking pole that yeah. says I can't park there from four to six. It's a tow-away zone, yeah. which I obviously didn't fucking see because I've parked there at four o'clock and not, and not had a problem. Yeah. Um, but got all fucking hot and bothered with him arguing about a different fucking sign. Mm. And... Uh, then I fucking get I'm all I'm pissed off. Of course. After just having this argument, because he's right, but I'm <laughs> now I'm just mad. Of course. And then he's like, "You didn't even th-. he's like, "You didn't even thank me." I was like, "You know what? Thank you for for not towing me." But still, fuck San Francisco and their stupid fucking street signs. And then drove off. Um, and this is the second time I've yelled at a meter maid, and both times it is not as satisfying as you as you build it up in your head to be always my fault always it's always your fault it's always my fault literally not the meter maid and i'm yelling at the meter maid because i have this like pre like predetermined hatred for them of course i like i see them i see them driving they're stu- paid to ruin people's days yeah yeah 100 percent. i fucking hate them of course and he was having another car towed there was a fucking tow truck there that he didn't and that didn't get towed wow and I don't know if it's like, like, I don't think that this is why, but I kind of feel like because I told him he has the worst fucking job in, in the city, I think that gets them every time. Mm. Because the last, so the last one, my fault. You think that got under his skin? Maybe. Wow. I don't know. So, the, so the, okay, let's go back to the first one. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I've talked about the first one. Have I told you about this? No, you've never told me that you've yelled at a meter I maid. Yelled before. At a meter maid. <laughs> I have never yelled at a meter maid. Not a proud moment. I yelled at a meter maid that wasn't even ticketing me because I had been ticketed like two minutes. So what, you were just like, standing up to the man? No, I was just fucking angry. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I am not, I am not being like, oh, I got, I, I got him. Okay. I'm just right. pissed off. Of course. And fucking projecting my anger towards these people. Towards these terrible, terrible people. I fucking hate them so To much. all the meter maids listening to you, please quit your job. Dude. Fuck, go find any other please, job. Please, please find another job for the sake of society. Like, like if there's going to be a fucking anti-work, everyone like mass quits from their job, it should be from that that particular thing. I used to, this sounds a little little, little crazy, but um, I, uh, I used to hook up with this girl mm-hmm. who lived right near the uh, freeway. I know where that is. Entrance. Yep. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Sex and Brandon. Yes. I used to work right next to that shit. Yeah. Um, the uh, meter maid parking lot is there yep and i was like wow it'd be kind of interesting if all of a sudden a fire broke out there and uh all of a sudden people just don't have tickets because Mm -hmm. 
all the all the meter maid things are gone. All the meter maid they things got, are they gone. They got the meter maids on feet on foot. Yeah, what are they? Or yeah. riding lime scooters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're because t- <laughs> they already got the stupid fucking helmet. Biking around. Oh, they do. Yeah, I, no, that that's the I fucking hate that the most out of all of it. I just don't get it. I'm like I'm like you are. You are making my day miserable, and you look like a fucking dork. I, you look like a dork. <laughs> what, honestly, like what? I, you know what? I wish someone could explain to me why they have to wear helmets. Because it's not a car. It's not. I don't know. That's... No, I think that's the reason why is because it's not a car. There's no airbags. Mm. I think that's why. Because if someone rammed them off the road, that's still stupid as hell. They can't go fucking freeway speeds. Imagine seeing with the meter made things on the fucking freeway. Fucking, it'd be as dumb as seeing a moped on the freeway. I think you have to take the side streets if you're in a hundred percent. Yeah, you can't. That's why I said imagine. You can't, you can't, but can you imagine though? No, I would, I would fucking run them off the road. No, I wouldn't actually run them off the road okay, because the most road. of the time that I'm driving, I'm in my work vehicles, and then I would get definitely caught. But you know, I, it, it's all just intrusive thoughts. You know, of course, it's just thoughts. It's, not it's, it's also like it's also like thinking about slashing their tires. I wouldn't do it. I don't have a knife on me, <laughs> but it's definitely like, I fucking hate them that much. So then we'll bring it to the, the one, this would happen like before Christmas. It happened in like December. Um, I wasn't buying coffee. I, I didn't buy coffee or some, I wasn't making coffee. So I was buying coffee at Starbucks. Okay. And I'm inside Starbucks and somebody's like, go move your car, street sweeping's here, some shit. So I go out, fucking drive around the block. But I decided to, I didn't drive around the block. I drove around the building by cutting in the parking lot that goes behind. And I'm like, fuck it. I got to get to work. And I got to get my coffee. And I could have, in hindsight, waited the one minute or 30 seconds that it would take him for the street sweeper to go on by. Mm-hmm. And instead, I pulled back into the spot while the meter maid was there to get my coffee. And then she was like, I'm going to write you a ticket. And I'm yelling at her. For no fucking, no desire. I, Jesus Christ. But I'm, I'm yelling at her, like, just give me the fucking ticket. I got to go. Oh, my God, Chris. And the whole time. Out of frustration. Out of frustration. Jesus so, Christ. So then, like, the whole, the whole time. This isn't me reveling in it. This isn't me, like, I really, no. I really got it. To, no. So, like, the whole time afterwards, I'm, like, angry. <laughs> but show, like, I, so, like. I was just like, give me the fucking ticket. Let's go. You're the worst job. Like every time I drop that, you're the worst fucking job in the city. Of course. Of course. And she's like, you know what? I'm not going to write you a ticket. Ticket. Have a blessed day. And I, oh, she did that one. Wow. Have a a blessed day is is the way that you say in the most polite way possible. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Um, the tone. The tone. Oh, yeah. Tone have, is have key. a blessed day. And so now I'm mad that she didn't give me a ticket because now I'm just mad about whatever happens. You're looking like an asshole. I am looking like king asshole. King asshole. King asshole. So I'm fucking, I'm driving my car to work. I'm just like, fuck you. Drinking my coffee. I'm like, that bitch didn't even give me a fucking ticket. Like, don't cut. Like, it. Like I wasn't the one that was completely in the fucking wrong. Of course not. 100% in the wrong. I think I was on the phone with my sisters, like, just angry about it. Of course. No. No. So, moral of the story is, don't yell at the meter maids because literally, you're probably wrong. Yep. Oh yeah. Like there's no way in hell you're not wrong. <laughs> like they, yeah. they 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 go. Hmm. That sign says this. This person shouldn't be parked here. Ticket. Mm-hmm. Or tow. Whatever the fucking thing is. Yeah. It was fucking stupid. <sighs> and then I was I was just I was just fucking angry. And then, like, when I parked my car today, like, after moving it, 
now I'm suspicious of him because like he's like he like drove off and I saw him like drive down uh, down Mission mm-hmm. and I was suspicious that he was gonna like come back around and ticket me for where I was parked now because I was parked in a commercial spot because there was no other fucking spots in the area. Jesus. And I'm just trying to get back to my building to do this guy's fucking thing. Jesus. He never came back. This whole damn thing. I'm just an asshole. <sighs> so if there's anything I've learned from these past two podcasts is that I fucking suck and I need to stop going into the outside world. <laughs> just be a hermit? Just be a fucking hermit. Just I need to get like a, I need to get a fucking a, a job where I can just like like I'm gonna get like a like a tele tele whatever marketer you be, you job. You should you should either like work the night shift. I need to get a security job. A security job at the night shift. Yeah. So I just don't interact with. You never many interact people, with anybody except for homeless people. Yeah. And just be like, hey, the get occasional out of here. cop. Yeah. Just fucking. Yeah, I, I changed profession, so I stopped dealing with people. So I stopped being a fucking asshole. Easy. I think I saw some police brutality today. Really? I mean, I'm making assumptions. You know what they you know what they say about assumptions? Make an ass out of you and me. You an assumption, but yeah, you and me. Sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. To assume. So I saw it was like five or six cop cars on mission. Okay. One guy on the ground. Must have been a runner. I'm just like, what could this one guy have done? So fucked up that you you they were like blocking mission. For the rest of this for, dude, and this dude's like just still on the ground, like crying. Like I, I have no, no idea what the context is. Of course, no idea what just happened. So I'm assuming police brutality. <laughs> I'm assuming the worst. Sure, of course, of course. Yeah. You see cops, a dude on the ground crying. Something the punch, the cops punch the the dude. Obviously, of course, uh, undeservedly. Uh, of course. Um, I just I've I've never had a bad interaction with a cop. Really, sure. Been pulled over, no tickets. But I still like look at cops and just fucking hate them. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it because it's the man? Uh, it might be. Mm. I don't really care for cops. I mean, yes, you could say I'm an F- I'm a white person, so obviously I don't have to worry about the cops, and that's very very true. Mm-hmm. I am very privileged that way. Yep, I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like at least for me, like I know enough cops. To humanize it in a way. Oh, I have no zero cops. Well, I mean, on film sets, we work with cops all the time, mm-hmm. and in fact, there's there are like a couple cops that kind of like take the film jobs because it's like easy money. Yeah, it's like it's a twelve hour day, and you're getting paid like overtime. Like, it, and you're probably not going to deal with it. You're not going to deal with much. You know what I mean? Like, you're only there for like a security issue, which only happens once in a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, this, and that's your fucking job. So who cares? Um, but uh, well, do you see the same cops? Yeah. Okay. There's a guy named Las Vegas Larry. Looks like a typical fucking uh, cop. Cop. Cigar in the mouth. Bullshit. Dude, swear to God. He's... In his uniform, cigar in the mouth? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Dude, yeah, smoking cigars. It's fucking awesome. He's like, yeah, Las Vegas Larry because he goes to Las Vegas all the time. That's wild. Yeah, dude. And he's a fucking cool. He's like, he's like a, yeah, he's just a interesting dude. You're like, he probably does drugs. <laughs> he probably done, yeah. Oh, All for sure. Oh, for sure. He's just like, oh, shit. Looks like we found half a kilo of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He seemed like a coke Shocking. guy. Yeah, like super tanned <laughs> out. Like, you know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You should call a meter made a pig. They're not, though. They are. They're fucking, they are. Snitches, bro. They're pieces of shit. They're pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> not pigs. <clears throat> day ruiners day ruiners yeah for sure 
fucking destroyers of my fucking wallet. Oh, dude. $85 tickets? Go suck a dick. $85? Fuck yeah, dude. I got a hit with a $98 ticket for sitting in the two-hour zone. Oh, yeah. The here? permitted area? $98 yeah. here? $98. Jesus Christ. I was like, ho. I, ho. Yeah. Ho, my God. That's frustrating. That is incredibly frustrating. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that's... Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of bullshit because... Um, so, Jason and I have lived here for... Two years. Almost two years now. So, um, and we quickly learned that a lot of our neighbors who don't have permits, because it's a bitch and a half, San Francisco bureaucracy, to get a permit. Yeah. A parking permit, right? So, um, what we've learned is some of our neighbors, without permits, park there. They just leave it there. Yeah. The meter maid doesn't come by. Mm-hmm. So, we started doing that as well. Yeah. For a while. And we, th- we suspect, once we finally got our $98 ticket. Because you both got it. Because we both got it. Right. The second we got our ninety-eight dollar ticket, we think it was just some meter maid who. It's the new guy. It's a wild hair up his ass. Yep. He needs to make quota. He's got to make quota, or he's got to he's got to impress the bosses, or like he's the new guy on, on the stick to the fucking meters on the beat. I you think fucking dork. Here's another thing I learned about cops, is that especially here in the city, they do not come to the poor neighborhoods. Which what? oh yeah, I think you were telling me about that. Yeah, uh, dude, after. this is this is this is the funniest thing in the world. Like, and this is why I'm like, okay, cops, like, good for you. Um, is that a lot of people, if they need to make quota, they will go to the rich neighborhoods and they just all they do is just sit at a stop sign, and just ticket them. Like, and they said they got one, they've gotten a couple like five, six in an hour, just because people just roll through a stop sign. You know, what I mean, in their Beamers or their Jaguars or their Land Rovers. You know. And it's just like it, it's just the easiest money. Just and ticket the Presidio people. Yeah, exactly. Or the Marina, or like the or fucking Knob Hill, like or the financial district. Like you just hang out there, right? Um, but like when here, it's obviously it's a much bigger issue to for a fucking it, you ticket. G- you give me a fucking ticket, and I might not be able to buy groceries this week. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, people are in a precarious situation enough to be in the city, but yeah, I feel yeah. like I can barely fucking live here on what I make. Yeah, and I make almost double that. You are kind of spoiling yourself, though. A little bit. I could, de- I could definitely. I'm spoiling myself. I could definitely, like, spend less. Yeah, me too. But then, like, live like a more boring life. I agree. What's that? Yeah. Come on. Like, I mean, I, I could probably like afford to like uh, not go to beeps. <laughs> not like, get that chocolate shake. Not get the shake. Yeah. Not go out like as like nearly as much as like I I probably eat out like. Three times a week, yeah, and like that, it's it's at least like, and it varies on how much we're spending each time. Of course, like if we go to Hani Okwan, we can easily spend fucking forty to fifty dollars a piece. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's we we do not. We're like we're gonna, we're gonna get fucking. We're gonna eat food. You know? Of course, like, not you're just, not gonna you're not gonna hold yourself back. We're not gonna money. share a fucking. We're we're sharing a lot, but like we're not sharing like a meal and like just eating like this one twenty dollar meal or some shit. No, we're like getting like two fucking plates of meat. Yeah, and appetizers. And, but and the meat the meat plates are like fucking thirty dollars a pop. Like <laughs> I I'm I'm just of the belief in this this again, sounds very privileged, but I will say I'm not gonna let money stop me from being happy. <laughs> Especially when it comes to food. <laughs> 
I, I hate to say it, but I mean, like, I, I'm willing to put money on the line for food. No, you were talking about going to a Michelin star restaurant. My, the first thing I thought was like, you know, I don't, I like food, but I don't know if I like food uh, that you don't much. like food that much. Yeah, <laughs> dude. No, I'm willing to spend the money on that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Because it, at least for me, it's an experience. It's an experience. I like how the first time you said it, it totally sounded like you were going to like follow something up and then realize you had nothing behind it. It's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. And it, it is. I get it's it. It's pretty good. Like, like that, that's how I feel about like uh, Adrian and I, before I got sick with COVID, um, went to, I think it was called like Daiso or Daicho. It was some, some fucking sushi restaurant in the area. Okay. $80 omakase. Wow. You want to know how many pieces of fucking sushi we got? What? 12. 12? Yeah. <laughs> Must have been some pretty goddamn good sushi. It was pretty good. Sure. We had that in like um, some sort of tempura that had like truffle in it. It was like it was like king oyster mushroom with like with like truffle sauce or some shit like that. Hmm. And then we both got $80 omakase and like we ate it and I was sitting there like, I don't feel full enough. But is it? Is it because I'm not full and satisfied or is it because I'm not fucking being a gluttonous asshole and stuffing my gullet? <laughs> like when we go to, when we go to fucking, uh, when we go to Hanyo Kwan, mm-hmm. every time I feel like I ate too much. Am I happy? Yes. Did I eat too much? A hundred percent. Of course. I ate way too fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> like it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I feel like I'm waddling back. I'm just like, <laughs> but always eating good food. Always just not, good not, food. not willing to spend hundred dollars plus a plate. Because I, f- I imagine that's what it starts to get like when you're going to like Michelin star restaurants. It's around three hundred fifty dollars for like the whole meal mm-hmm. for one person. Yeah. Yeah, do I don't got that. And that's a, that's a wine pairing too. I don't got that. You don't got that? I don't got that. Fair enough. I got like $350 for the rest of the week. <laughs> like I got to buy Just gas. Blow your still. Yeah, I got to buy like like if I if I if you guys were going like this weekend mm-hmm. and that was how much it cost I don't got that. Nah, like, you don't got I that. I could I couldn't go to work after that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Cuz you don't have any I mean, gas money? I, no. Like I got, I have a little bit, but I'm trying to save. Of course. <laughs> so I could go into my savings, but that's not the point of savings. No, you gotta. No, of course not. But yeah, I, I and I just found out that uh, our parking lot's gonna shut down for like a month and a half. And they're they're like, if if you're not start from home, talk to your supervisor about starting from home. I'm like, bitch, I can't fucking park my own car <laughs> in my neighborhood. And I know it's gonna be my luck that I start parking the work van at. At, in my neighborhood, of course, I'm gonna get robbed. Of course, you're gonna get robbed. Like immediately. Of course, you're gonna like get first robbed. night. Park it overnight. <laughs> broken into, dude. Stealing the ladders, all the tools. No fucking doubt. In no my mind. way. Bring your tools inside. They're gonna steal everything else. Of course. And what you, what else? You want, you want me to do that for a month and a half? Yeah. But now they're gonna have me drive. They're, they're like, or you could park in San Mateo. I'm like, that defeats the whole purpose of me moving here was to be closer to where I fucking store my car. And now I got to figure out this fucking like this uh, musical chairs of fucking vehicles. <laughs> like because I par- I'm going to park my car. And so you're going to go down to San Mateo and then you're going to drive. So you're going to drive down to San Mateo, 
drop the drop off your car, pick up the van, and then drive it back, back to, to San the Francisco. city. Drive around the city all day. Drive around the city all day. Then Go drive back to San Mateo, Mateo and then drive back in the city. Mm-hmm. That sounds incredibly stupid. I have no. I've been trying to in my head to figure out what could be the best option. You're going to be in traffic no matter what. Uh, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm trying to see if there's like an alternative to doing that. And one of the thoughts that I have is that we have a warehouse with warehouse doors. I could park it in the garage. That's the only, that's like right now is the only thought that I've had. It's not bad. I can't, I I can't park my car. No. Like (laughs) God, no. Where you want me? I'm not parking my van on Geary. No. Like, fuck that. Mm Mm-mm. There's a small, there's like a build, there's like a building that is either uh, for rent or just completely abandoned. I'm not sure yet, but there is a small encampment that has been made in the nook of those doors. I would not want to park my van so they can fucking bust out my windows and seek shelter in my van. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) Seek shelter in your van. Mm Mm-hmm. No way. I'm going to have that meth-fueled homeless orgy. I know they're doing hardcore drugs because I've seen them with their fucking tinfoil. And their spoons? I haven't seen the spoons. They might just be smoking it. They're doing something. And they, they, all, they all gather right in that <laughs> little spot. And I'm just like, fuck. All the riffraff. All the, all the riffraff. In my neighborhood. My fucking neighborhood. My fucking neighborhood. My tax dollars clean, going clean, to that. Clean, you, you fucking clean the goddamn streets, but you can't clean the sidewalks? <laughs> This is fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm dehumanizing the homeless situation. You are dehumanizing it. Just like you dehumanize cops. Mm-hmm. You dehumanize her. Most things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, apparently don't value human life. Apparently not. That should be concerning, John. I'm not concerned. <laughs> not the least bit. Nope. Why not? I get it. Um... Yeah, dude, it's a it's a funny, funny world we live in, I guess. I don't know. People are strange. Ultimately, is what I come down to. That's always how it is. My thing is, is I think the whole point of growing up recently has been just like you get so frustrated. Like when you're in your twenties, I feel like you're you get so frustrated with the, like you're learning about the world. You know, you're out of college, right? It's worse realize, than you thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worse than you thought, right? Especially, yeah, just it's worse than you thought. And so then you try and fix it because you have all this ambition. And then by your 30s, you're just like, yeah, no, I don't think that's, I got to be more realistic about it. Like, I don't think I could change the fucking world. Got to take care of myself. Yeah, I got to take care of myself and start to think about me. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, like, yeah. get a 401k. Yeah, get a 401k. Get an IRA. You yeah. know? Get IRA. IRA. Yeah. A Roth. A Rothy IRA. Get a Rothy IRA. <laughs> Roth. That sounds wrong. That, that sounds very wrong. Frothy Ira. A frothy Ira. Yeah, dude, I don't financial stuff. You know it'd be funny? No. If if they started making it fun. That would be funny. I think it would be if if my fi- if like thinking about retirement was more fun, mm-hmm. I might be more willing to think about it. Or at least just like have a funny terms, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing that separates like people from learning about finance is just it's all terms. Uh, you know, you know what I have a fear with uh, the whole Tinder thing, is that if I match with someone that's potentially like significantly older with me, older than me, because I have like my my range up into the thirties. Okay. Uh, 
that I... How far are you willing to go? 30. Really? I mean, really, I'm willing to go to 40, but <laughs> I'm not willing to fucking extend my... Uh, extend my tinder range into that because i feel like i have an idea of what the 40 year olds on tinder are going to be like you're not you're not willing to pull that trigger i get you no, no, no not i yet. get you not get yet you. not yet not yet yeah. maybe next year maybe when i'm 27 there you go um but like <laughs> like my fear is that like i'll because like the girls are like i want to have meaningful conversation i was like i really hope that meaningful conversation has nothing to do with my retirement of course or my financial standings for me thinking about the future my potential investments i am not that guy mm-hmm yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've, I haven't been going out a whole lot recently. Because you got COVID, dude. Well, I know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that 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 is true. Plus, it was the holidays as well. The holidays are always a slow time, I feel. Yeah, I'm just going to pick back up. Yeah, it's going to pick back up once uh, things come blow over. Once February's done, things will get back to normal. Yeah. Um. It really does lull until February. Yeah, because... Everyone's hunkering down. Mm-hmm. It's colder. Yeah, we're waiting for Valentine's Day to see which couples make it. <laughs> make it through cuffing season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you survive into the summer? <laughs> when we can really see you? Will you meet the parents? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out in March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know, man. Cuffing season. Nah, dude, I don't fucking care about that shit. Yeah, of course it doesn't matter. What should we do for Valentine's Day? Dude, what? Did you say what should we do for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Fucking go to all the cute date spots and throw eggs at people. We should totally do that. I don't know. Like, I, I've had like one Valentine's Day e Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And other than that, no. Nah. Not you. I've, I don't think I've had a Valentine. Or had a a significant other during Valentine's Day, like my whole life. Majority of it. Majority of it. Yeah, a good majority. Um, Same. And uh, so, like, I don't have any. Like, I'm not. I try not to be bitter about it, but I'm just definitely like, like, what do you want me to do? Mm. Like, I don't have anyone to buy stupid fucking chocolate for. <laughs> I think the one time I did have a significant other, um, I gave her and her aunts roses. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I got her roses, and then I was like, you know be a real fucking move? Get her aunt roses. Classy. Because I'm going to be fucking in her aunt's house. <laughs> yeah. Get it good with the aunt. Get well because the aunt had already. There were already a couple like weird instances with the aunt. Okay, okay. There was this one where we had like, we were like video calling her aunt, and her aunt and her uncle were like out, um, like at some fucking friend's house in another state or some shit, and they were talking about stuff, and they got drunk, and we're now video calling her aunt while she's drunk, and her aunt was just like okay. saying something. And then was like, I found a condom in the sheets. Oh. And we're like, oh my God. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. And that, I just ran away. (laughs) (laughs) I left the room. I was like, I am sorry. 
And that wasn't even the first time that we had had like an awkward, you know, like a relatively awkward situation. Because at some point she was like, the sex must be good because your guys are loud as fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. And that was like that was like when we first got together. So like we had like zero fucking boundaries on like not being loud or like making sure we did it when like they her aunt and uncle like weren't there. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was and she said that I'm just like. I'm going to go die now. Like I'm, I, I don't know what to do anymore because I don't want to be here. But other I, uh, than that, I haven't had Valentine's day things. I got caught not having sex, but I caught my, uh, my mom came into my room. Was it? So found your box of extra large condoms. Yeah, that was it. No, no. She found um, a bunch of blankets and pillows in the back seat of the van, of our Toyota Sienna van. Oh, because you were, you didn't have your own car. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't have my own car, and I was like, that's a perfect place to have sex, because, yeah, my girlfriend's mother hated me, and so I'd have to sneak away with my girlfriend at the time. And away from your parents. And away from my parents, because... And the, t- to- the family Toyota Sienna. The, fa- the, the family Toyota Sienna van, yeah. Um went to the fair, came home, or driving home, had sex for the first time, I believe. And uh, make it more magical, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then like a day the next day, my mom's like, "Mom, John, why is there pillows and blankets in the back seat of the van?" And I'm like, "That's a really good question." <laughs> it's a really She's like, good they're question. specifically from your room. You're the only one with uh, Chargers blankets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just like, why? Why is that? I'm like, uh, she's like, that is John. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Not in the van, John. I was like, God dang it! And my brother is more pissed off than anything because he's like, I fucking sit back there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fucking seat, man. Yeah, what the hell, man? I sit back there. <laughs> Backseat of the piano man. Yeah, dude, it's so stupid. I think about all the funny times. God damn, dude. I remember one time I... uh, I never did anything that fun in my parents' car. One time, actually, uh, yeah, I came home from from, uh, college, and uh, I... (laughs) So was it... um, Yeah, so was it... One one winter break, I come home from college, and I... um, I hook up with this um, girl from high school. Yeah. Right? Uh, and we go see a movie, whatever, and I borrow my dad's car for the night. Um, and so, uh, you know, we obviously see the movie and stuff like that, and then afterwards we have sex in my dad's car. Thanks, Dad. Right? Thanks, Dad. Not the Sienna van, but in the Toyota. In oh, the so you fucked in both your parents' cars. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes. Um, that should be like a fucking check mark on some sort of list. Uh, I don't. I, I, I got desperate and, <laughs> and my parents don't leave the fucking house So obviously I'm not having sex in my bedroom You know um, So Basically um, I get a text from my dad At around like I don't know After a couple hours or so um, He's like wow Long movie huh Like he knew I was going with a girl And everything like that I'm like 
I, I kind of let it breathe because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to respond instantly. I'm like, maybe I'm in the movie. Like, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> we went and stuck into another one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Double I'm, feature. I'm like, I'm not going to text her in a movie. Like, come on, dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, event, and event, you know, the car is just like, it's a leather seat car, right? Oh. Two people having sex. Mm-hmm. It fucking steamed up like Titanic. I swear to God. Like, literally, like you can yeah, smear yeah, your yeah, hands yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like the sweat would be the the moisture would be dripping. I never understood that scene as a kid. <laughs> you will when you have sex in a car, buddy. Oh, I know. I've seen it. Um, yeah, and that was uh, that was just a fun another funny. Yeah, thing. But you didn't leave anything behind. I left a condom behind. Yeah, in the car. In the car, yeah. But I found it the next day. Oh. It was like it was. It had slipped in into the the abyss. Into I think it was underneath the seat or something. Oh, like nice. That. And you, yeah, you yeah. got in the back. Dad's taking you to the mall, and you're like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Whoo, yeah, that's fucked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like quickly threw it away. Yeah, yeah. Balled it up. <laughs> had cum on your hand. <laughs> there was there was this frustration. There was this one time at band camp. Really, a band camp? <laughs> you would so you've been a band camp, right? Like an actual band camp. Okay, I'm gonna. Is I'm, it as weird as people I'm, believe I'm, it to be? I'm going to to tell you what our band camp was because it wasn't like a camp. Okay. We didn't go. It wasn't like summer camp. No. It was literally at the at the high school. Okay. So you, we, we we did nine to fives. Okay. Show up nine in the morning, practice till five at night. Yeah. Um. But this was the year, this is the first year I was drum major, it was my junior year, and I had found out that one of my friends had, so one of the drumline guys had sex with one of the color guard girls, classic move. Classic. For some reason, all the color guard girls love the drumline, but wouldn't fuck anyone else. Um, Drumline's pretty sick, dude. It's it's bullshit, but that, that just seemed to be what it was. Um, no so, one like the Sousa poem. Sorry, buddy. Uh, no, I mean, one girl did, and I fucked that up, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> I was definitely a tuba player with a color guard girl, but like I said, two color guard girls actually. <laughs> but I was also in drumline, so I had I had cool points. That, right, that's cool. not that's not the point. So so like band camp wasn't wasn't like as weird as it was. There wasn't that much shit going on. It was just like we're here, we go to lunch, we come back, we finish the day. Yeah. At some point, I don't know how or when, but the drum the drumline dude and the color guard girl fucked in a practice room. Mm. We come back from lunch. And I'm drum major, and I'm supposed to be telling, like, okay, these different sections of the horn line are supposed to go do their practice shit. And I let the trumpet players into a practice room, and then remember, as I'm opening the practice room door, that my friend had sex in one of these rooms. And look on the ground, and there's a condom. Mm. So I rush in, step on the condom... And then awkwardly slide foot my way out. <laughs> it was like, here you go, trumpet players. And they all go in, not thinking that the way I left the room was kind of fucking weird. Yeah. And then, because I didn't want to touch the condom, slide foot my way down a hall into the, the out, that, like back to the outside of the building and like kicked it out. And just like left the dirty, the dirty condom on, outside on like the school campus. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> there was there was a bunch of like weird shit that happened like between the band kids and like in the band room and all sorts of shit. Yeah, I imagine. But a lot never of like band camp weird. Okay. Like I remember, and, like flutes up the vagina. Kind of no, 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 nothing, nothing okay. crazy okay, like okay, that. Yeah, I yeah. remember at one point. 
somehow some of the older band kids, like my freshman year, like snuck into the band room and we're going to sleep in the band room overnight and like fuck around the band room. Like, like just like hang out in the band. I don't know why. Okay. And then got caught. (laughs) Of course. Um, and like, like that was a weird thing. But that same night, one of the kids like shit himself. Well, he, so he had to, he had to go take a shit and like shit in like the bushes and had nothing to wipe with. Oh, and no. wiped his ass with a sock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my God. That was a fun story. It was all sorts of drama. All sorts of fucking drama. <laughs> like, I I found out that my freshman year, um, I so I was getting picked up by one of the juniors to go to summer school. Mm-hmm. And then, so he picked me up in the morning, then we go pick up another uh, friend, and we go to summer school. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he'd give me a ride home. But... The other friend never went back to her house. They always dropped me off. And then I fucking, uh, like, they went back to his house. Yeah. And there was one day I was like, can I hang out? Like, I, I don't got anything to do. Summer school is over. Yeah. Like, there's no homework. I'm in computer class. Yeah. Type to learn type shit. Easy. And they're like, no, you have to go home. And then I had, they, they didn't even, like, take me home that day. I had to, like, walk home, like, the four blocks home or whatever it was. <laughs> like, nothing crazy, but, like, I had to walk home. Sure. And then they invited me over later. Well, it turned out the whole time they were doing that, they were fucking. Because, like, the other dude's girlfriend was, like, in fucking, like, I think she was in, like, Colombia or something. She was in, like, some, like, South American country for, like, the summer. And it turns out, like, she had been, like, cheating on him while she was out there. So there was just all this cheat. There was a lot of cheating going on on the band kids. Band kids fucking left and right. All sorts of cheating. All sorts of drama. Oh, yeah. It was... uh, it was a strange fucking time. Interesting. It was a strange time. I can imagine so. Um, but like, so yes, lots of weird stuff happens to band, but not all of it happened to band camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, just weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I felt that same way when I, because uh, my girlfriend at the in high school was, um, she, um, was it? She was really invested in the band mm-hmm. at the time, and. Uh, I was kind of coming into it mm-hmm. when I started dating her. Um, and so in a way it felt like this whole entire like multi-class thing against like me. Like I was the out- outsider coming in, you know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And um, it's just a band thing. I feel you had to like, like, I feel like the, the outsider kids that hung out that had literally nothing to do with band mm-hmm. had to like, find their way in they have to find their like way you in. have to find like what's where where do i fit into these fucking weirdos especially if you don't play a musical instrument i had the very i had the fortune of learning drums mm-hmm. and i became a, a drummer in the band you know that okay. was my in like i took an actual class yeah um best fucking experience of my life i fucking love band yeah it's great it's great dude um, but um, but you weren't a lifer like like a no lot of I wasn't a lifer no like, I, I joined I, in like senior year of yeah, high school no, I was I was in the fifth grade oh through sh- senior year of high school <laughs> whoa yeah I I was in band like the entire it was like my fucking life yeah 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 holy uh, shit yeah and I th- I've told you this before like didn't even know how to read music until like, my sophomore year of high school Jesus <laughs> like I was just like in it and I was like well I got friends in here. <laughs> <laughs> You seem cool. Yeah, so I just kind of stuck around. I was like, well, the uh, drumline stuff's cool. Didn't know I didn't know how to read music, but I was like, sure. kind of like faking my way through it. <laughs> yeah. 
I yeah. faked my way through it. Mm-hmm. And it's it, the, some of the best times and the worst times of my life <laughs> because I have friends that I like fucking Jason and I. That's how I know Jason. I've known Jason since he was in the seventh grade. I know. Um, that to me is kind of crazy. It's like you guys have known each other for that long. Mm-hmm. But like lifelong friends. Lifelong, lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. Lifelong um, friends. And I I wouldn't have changed it for like I wouldn't have gone and played sports. Like I wouldn't I wanted to. I wanted to play baseball. I yeah. wanted to play tennis. Yeah. But I was like, band comes first. I don't want to go do fucking tennis practice and then go to fucking band afterwards. That's, I want to yeah, I want to chill for a little bit and then go to band practice. Of course. Do all that shit. I don't think I would ever change myself if I, if I ever went back to to high school. You like you woke up tomorrow and you were back in your back in your home your hometown you're like I got with go the to knowledge school. I know now. Yeah. Oh dude, I would first off dump my girlfriend immediately. <laughs> dude, 100%. <laughs> like I would have totally dumped my girlfriend the day one. I'm like yeah. yeah, you know you know what? You suck. Uh you know what? You cheated on me. Go fuck yourself and go fuck that other dude. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> And I would go start hooking up with the girls I could have hooked you, up with. You you wake up and you're just like, are we together? Like, check your phone. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I probably have like 50 messages from her from like last night. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. How long were you with that girl? I was with her for like two years. Damn, dude. Yeah. We, we broke up for like a couple months and I, then like we got back together. Damn. And then she cheated on me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like on again, off again with this the 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 girl I lost my virginity to from like the seventh grade on till my sophomore year of high school. Damn. Uh, but we were never together for like solid amounts of time, and, it, and a lot of that came from like the way everyone else would like respond to me dating her, mm. and I I felt so much like with the peer pressure fell fell to the peer pressure so much that I would like constantly break up with her and then be like, I, I actually really like this girl. And then I would like try it again. And then, and then people would be like, Oh, you're with her again. Like they, call, they called her the rhino. Oh, that's it, mean. That was fucked up. Yeah. That's it, fucked up, and, bro. And I just never, I never could get over the way everybody else talked about it. I was not a confident enough person then. So I gave I gave way too many fucks about what everyone else thought, and then never I feel you on that. like like truly enjoyed who I was as a person or who I was with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this was weird. So like she was a she was a big girl. She was like six foot. Okay, right? Holy shit, she's taller than you. She was oh I she's way taller. She was than you. way taller than me. Like how tall are you? Like five? She, I'm five eight. Oh my god, yeah, she's <laughs> way taller. Than she you. she might not be actually been six foot, but she was definitely significantly taller than okay, me. Okay, wow. Um. But I could wear her her jacket. She had a color guard jacket, and I thought it was cool. It was like a little like it was like a tracksuit jacket. Sure. But then I'm this fucking weirdo wearing his girlfriend's jacket. <laughs> not 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 the girl wearing a boyfriend's Letterman. Mm-mm. No, no, I'm wearing I'm wearing my girlfriend's fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was all about it. Oh yeah. No one else was. <laughs> so why was she called the Rhino? Because people are assholes. Of course. One of the girls I dated. There's a re- um, there's an asshole reason for why she's called the rhino. Because she was she was she was thick bitch, dude. That was it. I think that's why. Like I don't, dude. Sometimes these these dudes men make, search high and low for that kind of body type. Yeah. Come on. She she was a big girl. What? She, she's a, she was tall. Like you can't. I don't know. She yeah. wasn't like a tall skinny girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about it. Got to support it. Six feet. <sighs> People. Okay, I dated a girl that they called uh, Magic Bullet. What? Because she had fucked up teeth. Oh. And they were like, "I bet you when she gives blowjobs, 
it's like getting a blowjob by a blender. Like, high, oh. high school dudes were fucking assholes. Oh, my God. <clears throat> um, that is savage. There, there was one girl that they were calling the horse. Oof. I didn't think she looked like a horse, but apparently everyone else did. Uh, and then, and then because she got privy to that nickname, they changed it. I can't remember what the, what the nickname that they changed it to, but like, yeah, they would just come up with like fucked up nicknames for people. Damn. And just use them to talk shit about them. Damn. It was always the dudes to the girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the girls were doing this to the guys, but the guys, the guys were fucking monsters. Damn. I think that like heavily shaped the way I uh, looked at women for a while. Like, yeah, you it, yeah, it was fucked. It was fucked up. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, it's terribly fucked up. I don't know. Band was cool though. Band was cool. I played tuba. <laughs> Band. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's so funny. Would you ever go back to high school? Like, no, a, no, no. I have so much freedom. Yeah, I agree. I, I like, I had to like sneak out of my house and shit. Yeah. So like go to, like like I know a lot of people like had friend like had like a, I feel like had a lot more freedom in high school to like go do things. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of times where mom was like, no, you can't go do that. And I go sneak out and I go do it anyway. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I agree. I think my yeah, I was very sheltered that way. Yeah, like I I remember sneaking out a couple times to go smoke pot, um, shit like that. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Did you have? Were you a single story house or a two story house? Two story house. Dude, I just busted out my fucking window, in a single story house. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'd pop my screen out, just fucking hop out. That's that's why not. And then walk back in through the front door because my mom would be too knocked out to hear me come in. I will. I did have the advantage of there were um, shrubs and bushes below my window. Same. So I could have, if I wanted to, just hop out. Oh no, I I. Jumped, I jumped on the... We had like lavender bushes that got destroyed because I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, I would just fucking trample them. Just gone, destroyed. You just fucking trampled the fuck. I told my mom about this recently. I told my mom about a lot of things. Like my mom didn't know about the first time I ever drank. Oh, really? Yeah, I told her about that. I told her about like sneaking out uh, to go to go smoke. Huh. About one time I, I went out to go smoke and like somebody had... Um, there was like cops chasing someone in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and then they took off by foot. So then the cops were like patrolling the neighborhood trying to find them. Mm-hmm. And I had been outside the house and I didn't want them to think that I was the person that they were chasing. Of course. And so I stuck back into my house and then they were like driving by shining their fucking spotlight on my windows and I was losing my shit thinking I was going to get caught. And then my friends that were picking me up to go smoke pot went to the cops and like they talked to the cops like, hey, we're picking up a friend and then let me like come and like, yeah. like go. Yeah, yeah. And I was... I was still scared thinking that they were going to think that I had like gone into the house. Yeah, you were a suspect. That I was still yeah. the suspect. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was just like tripping nuts. Um, I remember sneaking out uh, just just to go drive with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're they like, we're going to go drive around the town and like go say hi to other people that can't sneak out. <laughs> like it was like weird shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's like that's like small town, small town. What, what else could you do? There wasn't a whole lot. I bet. I know, I know. There's this one girl. There was two two band kids that um, she snuck out all the time to go hang out with this other band kid who happened to have a pickup truck, and they would go fuck in the back roads. Nice. That was like, yeah, that was all I. And she's the same one that had me sneak out of my house to sneak into her house so she could practice giving blowjobs. Yeah. You were the. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. That bet. Sneaking into somebody's house. Oh. Terrifying. Terrifying. I was, uh uh-uh. Well, I would, that I wouldn't do again. Really? Uh Uh-uh. That fucked up my relationship with her for a long time. Oh, interesting. Oh, I did a lot more than, uh, I didn't learn to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) So I talked about it. Oh. Oh, no, I was a piece of shit. Um, as I do on this podcast. I think, I think, I think it'd be very interesting to go back to high school. I would like to see what I was doing. I think so. Like from an observational standpoint. An observational standpoint, I feel like it'd be really beneficial. But I also think like, I always like, if I got in, say like my senior of high school, right? Like the first, first semester, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And just kind of wrote it through, knowing what I know now. It'd be kind of interesting. I imagine I would... I might have gone to college. I imagine (laughs) I would have gone to a different college. Oh, a different college. A different college, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least like a UC or something. I think I might have just like actually gone. Oh, I would have told my... I would have said... I would have told myself, because you know what happens when you tell your friends you wrote a song for a girl... Don't let them talk you into going and singing that song for the girl. Mm. That's definitely what I would have done. Mm. And then I would have explained to them, explained to myself, why what happens makes you seem like a crazy fucking person and you lose a friend that way. That was, yeah, it would not, would not have, Freddie convinced me to go, Freddie and another friend convinced me to go to this girl's house to sing her a song for her to still deny me. <laughs> She's like, I'm going back to Wyoming. And then uh, I got into a car accident later that night thinking I was going to die and called her like 50 fucking times. Oh my God. Like a fucking psycho. Yeah. Thinking, because I was like, not thinking straight. Of course. And then uh, she never talked to me again after that. Of course. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Would not uh would not do that again. Of course not. Like a fucking psycho. I, I always love those stories when, when I think back on it and I'm just like, holy shit. I'm the crazy one. At least at least you know that. Uh, at least. You know? you know how long it took for me to realize that one though? Well, that sure. one in particular? I, I bet it was a lot. It took me like at least four years. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I there's there's things I'm reminiscing about like right now that I'm just like, you know, I think I was in the wrong about that one. <laughs> It's like one, you know what I you know I was like I thought about it like like this not only is this podcast very scandalous but I'm like if I were super to ever scandalous like, yeah if I were to like ever like be in the public eye for a little while you know what I mean I have a feeling some shit would come up about me that I don't know I remember him mm-hmm. he did A B and C mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying like anything like God. I don't know. I feel like... No blackface? No, nothing like that or like assault or or rape or anything like that. No, God, no. God, no. I'm too weak. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Um, But uh, I don't know. I feel like just something would come up. In my trials of of learning how to be a better adult, like I have a feeling like... Your trials and tribulations. My trials and tribulations. And like I think, I don't know, at least if I'm aware of the wrong things that's learning, right? That's a good thing. That's what you're supposed to do. But that's with cancel culture, yeah. you fuck up. It's you're one done. and done. You're done, dude. One and done. There's no learning. I don't know. Only cancel. I feel like there's a way back. This, if, if we were to end up in the public eye, 
these early episodes will definitely fuck us in the butt. Oh, I agree. I hundred percent. hundred percent. I think we get a lot of questions from this, mm-hmm. from this podcast. What did you mean by this? Yeah. Like, I don't remember saying that. Out of context stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe it's better that we don't have YouTube clips. Maybe. <laughs> no one could clip us like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Maybe, hmm. maybe hmm. we could run for office or become celebrities or yeah yeah let's just go become celebrities we should we could be the next jonah hill michael Sarah. <gasps> mm-hmm whoa yeah whoa yeah we could be we could be i think uh, we'd be pretty good at it i think we'd be pretty good at it yeah i mean those guys don't have talent so <laughs> what's stopping us from having talent <laughs> fuck nah they Tell got they got talent I don't know. What was the last thing you saw Michael Sarah do? This is the end? I think so. I think he was in something else. I saw like a clip from it on Instagram recently. I mean, I saw... not Actually, I saw... Um, the last thing I saw of him was a YouTube clip of him sitting all cool at a boardroom table. Some guy something about... Uh, it's like old, old enough, enough to fuck your mother. <laughs> no, no more. I'm old enough to take a shit in your face. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, old enough to take a big old fat shit in your face. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I had a mustache on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what made me realize the mustache is cool. The mustache is cool. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah had a mustache. Michael Sarah had a mustache. He, he had a mustache in the movie Youth and Revolt. Oh. That's where my best pickup line comes from, is that movie? Which one's what's the pickup line? What's the pickup uh oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, girl, I want to wrap your legs around my head and wear you like the crown you are. Ooh, that yeah, no, I've that's, got that's fucking creepy. That's is it? <laughs> <laughs> that means I want to eat you out. I know. I, obviously, <laughs> it's not. T- it's it's creepy if uh if I actually used it on people, but I've only ever used it uh, when people are like, what like uh, it's pretty bold though. I've used it. In, I've used it on Tinder a couple times. How's it worked out? Uh, the first couple times it panned out. I feel like it's pretty bold. It is, you know? and and usually, usually this is this is where it gets weird because I don't just open with that. I usually give them like a questionnaire, mm. and the questionnaire is like, "What what kind of opening do you want?" And I'll give them like, "Shitty dad joke," over overtly horny pickup line, and then like some other stupid fucking thing, mm-hmm. and then I let them pick, and then I if they pick the overtly horny one, that's what I I put on their thing. That's your opener. That's the opener. That's the opener. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my opener. <laughs> That's the move. That's the move. That's the move. It, uh, it hasn't panned out, but the, it's definitely gotten good reception. That's good. Yeah, so it's received well, but I have no ability to close. It's better than yeah. It's, you're telling me it's better than hey. It's better than hey. It's better it's, than hey. It's definitely better than. At least hey. you put in the effort. Um, there was this. There was this one girl on Tinder that uh, I was like, she she said like what her job was. And then said, don't send me your high school stats because it won't get you recruited. She's a recruiter for, for some school, right? Yeah. Uh, for like a football team, I think. Um, and I was like, I don't got fucking, I don't got high school stats, but uh, I got shitty jokes. And that, that usually works as a, as a conversation opener. They love the shitty jokes. Of course. Um, I opened with the origami one. Have I, have I told you the origami one? I think you have. Yeah, the origami one's fun. And then, uh, and then followed up with that unemployment joke. Kills, Classic. Kills. kills, kills every time. Yeah, she she uh, she was like, "Damn, that actually made me laugh." And then I was like, "Yeah, I got some more jokes. Some, I got some more unemployment jokes too." <laughs> just she, knock her dead. Just knock her dead. Just knock fuck her. her. Dead. It's the it's the one two punch. Just of shitty get jokes. some lols going in that text chain. She's just like, "This guy's fucking terrible." <laughs> Full of dad jokes. Full of them. 
I just steal them from the internet. <sighs> and as soon as, like, I'll load two up in the chamber and I'll use those for a bit. And then I forget them and load two more up and then forget them. Like, I, I can't keep, like, I probably have known, like, hundreds of jokes at this point. Can't remember any of them. I think it's always, it's always nice to have a joke, Andy. <sighs> yeah. I was rocking the, uh, the goat joke. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell it to you right now. Oh, yeah? So, uh, two hikers are walking through the woods. I think I've told you this, but I'm going to say it for the podcast. Okay. Two hikers are walking through the woods. They stumble upon a giant hole. Okay. They want to see how deep the hole is. They look around. They find a rusty anvil. They pick it up. Yeah. They throw it in the in the hole. It's so deep they don't even hear it, hear it thud. All of a sudden, out of the work, out of the woods, through the brush, comes barreling through a goat and goes straight into the hole. The two hikers are stunned. They're like, "What the hell? Why the hell is goat going in the hole?" So they take a rest and pause and think about what they just saw. Moments later, a farmer comes through. Becky, Becky, where are you, girl? And the farmer stumble, stumbles upon the two hikers and the hikers and he says, "Hey." Have you seen my goat, Becky? And the two hikers are like, yeah, we just saw a goat hop into the hole. And the farmer's like, that's impossible. He was tied to a rusty anvil. I love that one. It's, just, it's so stupid, right? Holy shit. I didn't, I didn't think that was going to make me laugh that much. Uh, I normally doesn't get that warm reception. That was pretty good. Because people people are like, what? There's a goat? And there's like an anvil? What? Like <laughs> You're just like, uh, yeah, the goat was tied to the the anvil. Okay. <laughs> that, that's, that's my joke. I guess you didn't find it funny. I okay. love shit jokes. Yeah. Shit jokes are so fucking good. Shit jokes are pretty funny. What's it called when you live in Antarctica? <laughs> I don't know what you live in isolation. Oh God! <laughs> oh Jesus! I got you. See that one's not as good. Your goat joke, dude, killer. Uh, what did one ghost say to the other one? I do not know. You have a boogie in your. In I your fucking noise. hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. We're telling shitty jokes. I don't got any more. I'm out. You, should we scour the internet? No. Okay, fine. You know. A lot of people are afraid of getting bit by spiders, but they have more teeth. And then a lot of spiders are afraid of being stepped on, but they have more legs. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's stolen content. About to say. Yep, 100%. Wow. I can't remember who they are, but I know who they are. I see their content a lot. It's where I get a lot of my shitty jokes from. <laughs> the true heroes of the internet. The providers of shitty jokes. The providers of shitty jokes. I think, I think it is wonderful. Truly, truly wonderful on how undefeated the internet truly is. Oh yeah, dude. Whatever you want. But whatever you want, and then just like in terms of just like, just being right there, the perfect moment of every great situation that's ever happened in life. There's always a meme or a comment or somebody that's something that does. That's, that's just, exactly what you do. <laughs> it's it's exactly. What the moment called for, and you, like I, I think about it, like was it, um, was it when uh, the pandemic was going on, and uh, like Gal Gadot and like a bunch of celebrities like saying Imagine or whatever, and I'm like, yes, that, that right there, that's exactly what we needed, <laughs> not because we need, not because we needed to feel good, we needed the conversation, we piece. just needed the conversation of how stupid this is. <laughs> 
Uh, I love it. Feels like I'm in jail in my multi-million dollar home. <laughs> oh well, let's sing into this Zoom mic. Imagine <laughs> that'll really that'll make inspired. people feel together. <laughs> yeah, we're not. A, we're in this together. <laughs> exactly. This is a group effort. God. Remember when Tom Hanks got fucking COVID and you're like, holy shit, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, America's dad got COVID. Yeah. You were just like, wait, <laughs> I thought this was just bullshit. And they were locking us down for two weeks. Tom Hanks got COVID. I'm going to take this serious now. God damn it. This is real as fuck. I hope he doesn't die. Dude. Oh my God. By the way, RIP to Betty White. I don't think we addressed that in the last. We podcast. tried to. No, I, I, I just you shoved, fucking shut that I down. I another present in your face. I, I'm sorry. R.I.P. Bob Saget, dude. Oh, dude. Heaven's a full house now. <laughs> More stolen content, dude. I just saw some meme. Bob's <laughs> dude. Bob Saget, man. That's a that's a weird one, to me. It's kind of like, what the hell? Bob Saget died, like. I just listened to him on a podcast. I think he's an interesting dude. Yeah. You know? Definitely fucking wild. Wild. Fucking wild. You're like, you're like, that's the Full House guy? I know. I mean, he was teaching us life lessons on Full House, and he went and did what? Completely, <clears throat> like, complete shift. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I get it, like, because you don't want to be, like, typecasted, you know? Because yeah. he also did, like, America's Funny Stone videos before. Yep. And so, like, of course, he was personified as, like, this, oh, you know. Happy-go-lucky guy. Wholesome America. Wholesome America. It's like Ronald Reagan's America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Ronald Reagan's America. Yeah. Um, was it? I saw a bit <laughs> where um, Bob Saga was on Conan, and uh, he wanted to read a line from Full House that he could not get through because it was he was laughing so hard. And basically, it was Uncle Jesse running away from home, and Bob Saget has to read the the runaway note that John Sta- you know that <laughs> that he left. Yeah, mind you, Uncle Jesse's a grown ass man. Yes, right. So Bob Saget's just like um, he reads this note, and he's like, "I love you always, Uncle Jesse. I don't know when I'll be back." Stuff like you know, I ran away from home, all that stuff. So then uh, he's like, "Let me try it." Let me try it a little bit. Um, girls, that Greek motherfucker left us. <laughs> <laughs> that and Greek motherfucker. <laughs> ran away from home. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have said Greek motherfucker. But you know what I mean. <laughs> they wouldn't let me. I was like, that's, that's, that's pretty funny. I, I saw someone that was like San Francisco like lost an idol or like lost a great and I'm just like Full House was in San Francisco huh it was I forget is the Full House dude I don't know there's the house the house uh, the Full House house there's a Full House house yeah it's they uh, just filmed it there no not inside the house they fucking filmed the outside of the house a couple yeah. times yeah, yeah yeah get some b-roll mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially yeah most of it was probably filmed in L.A. or something. Yeah, on a set. Yeah, in front of a stu- live studio audience. Mm-hmm. A live studio audience. I always think about like what if it was like to be on those like early sitcom shows, you know? Where you're watching the episode before it airs. Yeah. Because you're the laugh track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, that's like a time where like 
those people were making like so much fucking money, like so much fucking money, like before because we got tired of sitcoms. Well, yeah, before we got tired of sitcoms, and because like before networks started to like shut down, like that was a time where like network television, like NBC, ABC, and CBS, like paid top fucking dollar. I did not know that. Oh yeah, dude, like it was an insane time, and then everyone got bought out because. They realize that's not a sustainable model. Do you want to end it here? Yeah, I, I know it's kind of abrupt, but I didn't realize how late it was. What time is it? 10 o'clock. All right. Uh, well, thanks so much for sticking around, everybody. Uh, this has been the Tang- Tangential 2. Uh, my name is John Fields. And I am Chris Reyes. And uh, have a great rest of your day, everybody. And uh, goodbye. Goodbye.